and welcome back or welcome to Teen Thoughts Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and today I wanted to talk about social media. So I want to talk about social media because lately I have been feeling somewhat addicted to social media. I feel like I've been having more time scrolling on social media and a harder time being able to break away from that scrolling and I've been feeling more inclined to check social media a lot and I don't like that. (laughs) I don't think anyone likes that. It's not a good feeling to be scrolling all day. It's not a good feeling to Uh, feel just mentally cloudier from being on your phone so much and wasting a lot of time so I really don't like that and I've been feeling it a lot lately so I just want to talk about my general thoughts on social media and its addictiveness and this isn't even going to be me completely bashing social media because I really do love social media and I love so many things about that I'm going to talk about that too and how I think social media is such a powerful and good tool, and I really love it for a lot of reasons, too. So I want to share what I do like about it, what I don't like about it. I think it could be good. I think it could be really bad, because all things, of course, have pros and cons, and social media has a lot of them. And I feel like it's it can be quite a controversial topic, especially when we get into more uh, deep things about how it can affect things like teenage depression and uh, increased comparison, but I feel like a lot of those things are a little bit more well-known. I feel like a lot of us already know how um, increased use in social media is linked to more depression in kids and more comparison and lower self-esteem. I feel like that has it's almost become redundant we just tend to kind of ignore it at this point we all know that it has its negative effects but we just kind of ignore it because we like it so much and I feel like we're just we're addicted to it in a way so that's mainly what I wanted to talk about is the addictive nature of social media because I feel it I definitely feel addicted to it in many ways and I know a lot of people feel this way especially uh, younger people because we've just grown up with it it's we've always known it to be there so it just has this pull to it and I really want to talk about that and how it's affected me and how it may be affecting you so I want to talk about my experience with social media I remember the first time I got social media I think I was in like fifth grade because that's when I first got my phone. So I must have been like 10 or 11 years old, I want to say. And I got Instagram because I have an older sister and I think she had Instagram. So she showed me it. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me get Instagram. And I think there were a few other people with phones in my class who also had Instagram. And I remember Musical.ly. Oh my gosh, I remember Musical.ly was a thing at the time. But I didn't have Musical.ly. I don't remember why I didn't get Musical.ly, but I just didn't. I think maybe I saw, like, other people at school making Musical.ly's, and I was like, I couldn't. Like, I just couldn't, like, make it. I was like, oh my god, I cannot imagine myself making, like, videos of myself like that. Oh my gosh. But anyway, I had Instagram in, like, fifth grade, 
and I barely used it. Like, I was, like, 10 or 11. Like, what was I even going to do? Um, so I just, I didn't use it that much. I think I made, like, an account for my dog or something, and I just, like, posted pictures of my dog and, like, my cat. I had, like, a bunch of pets. But, so I would just post stuff like that. And then as I got older, of course, it would kind of change, and I really didn't start posting that much on social media. Actually, I've never been a big poster as far as, like, my personal account, um, especially not until, like, high school, because I just feel like, I don't know, I just wasn't that, like, connected on social media. Like, I would love to scroll and, like, look at other people's stuff, but... I wasn't a big poster, and I really didn't like taking photos of myself at the time throughout, like, middle school, so I just didn't really post that much on my personal, but in high school, you know, you see more people doing it, you get exposed to a lot more people, so I started, like, posting more on my personal. By the way, I always, oh my gosh, like, if you look on my personal right now, there's no posts, and that doesn't mean I've never posted, like, I I make posts, but then... I just like look at them too much and then I end up deleting them or not deleting them but I archive them and like every once in a while I might like put some back and then I don't know what it is but I just like I just get rid of them sometimes but anyway I have always kind of wanted to do something more with social media though so this wasn't even too long ago a little bit before I started the podcast I started, like, a food recipe Instagram because that was something, that's something I still am pretty passionate about. I love making, like, healthy recipes and stuff. So, I was doing that, and that started to grow. That didn't last very long, though, because I was actually putting a lot of effort and time into it, and I really just didn't have the time being in school and such to be posting every single day these different, like, little recipes videos, but it was actually, like, slowly kind of growing, so it was fun. But I just didn't have the time to be putting so much into it. And then I got the podcast and I was like, okay, well, in order to advertise my podcast, I'm obviously going to need social medias because, of course, podcasts don't really, I mean, they can come up in your suggested on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but it's not the same as like your TikTok for you page or Instagram for you page or even your YouTube for you page where you get things suggested. So it's hard to just come across podcasts. Obviously, you need you need a, some other platform of advertisement for your podcast. So I was like, okay, let me get an Instagram because everyone has Instagram. Let me get a TikTok because pretty much everyone has TikTok so that I can start um, posting on there, trying to advertise for the podcast. And that's why I have the podcast, Instagram, and TikTok. And fun fact, that's actually, I had Instagram since fifth grade, but that was actually the first time I got TikTok, so yeah, I got TikTok at uh, 17 years old, so I feel like that's so late compared to a lot of other people who had like musically since like elementary school, but yeah, I just, I never had TikTok before, I don't know, I just, I never felt like the urge to, I guess, um, because I just couldn't see myself like posting on there, but I eventually got it so that I could have one for the podcast, and then I ended up making my own personal account, which I barely post on. I mostly use it to scroll, which is the problem we are getting into. 
But before I say how I don't like social media and I feel like it's affecting me and its addictive nature and all these things that I really don't like about it, um, and I feel like how it affects us, especially as the generation that grew up with social media, I'm going to talk about some good things that I really do like about social media and I think it is really good for. So first, I think it's a great marketing tool. Like I said, I got Instagram and TikToks for the podcast because that is the best way I can really market my podcast without having to pay anything. Um, I love that most social medias are absolutely free because they make all of their money from advertisements. So it really is a great way for me to market the podcast. It's a great way for small businesses to be able to market like small uh, family-owned restaurants or little shops. It's a great way for them to expand and reach out to the community. So I think it's a beautiful marketing tool and not just for small businesses, but also larger corporations to get people in because we use it so much. And I think it's just a great marketing tool. I think it's also a great way to stay friends with and stay connected with people that are far away from you. So for example, I went to a week-long summer camp at a university, University of Florida, which is about two hours away from me, and there were kids there from all over Florida. So I met some people from like Miami and like other places, and because we could exchange social medias, I can still kind of see what they're up to and like connect with them, and maybe if they post something, I can comment, and like maybe someday we could even like reconnect and like hang out. So I just love that social media has bridged more connectivity with people that you meet but then you have to leave obviously like when we leave the summer camp I feel like without social media it might have just died there and I might never see these people again which still may be true but I feel like social media helps kind of bridge that gap and helps keep connections going when it's harder to because of distance. So I really love that about social media. Another thing I really love is its fast ability to spread information and for you to be able to see what's going on around the world. It is insane how fast things spread, but I think it's really nice because it keeps us better connected with each other and know what's going on around the world. I think it's just it's crazy that me living in the United States in Florida can know what's going on in China, like across the world. I think that's just, that's amazing that we can be that connected through things like social media and just the fact that I can see around the world. Like I have a big ambition to travel all over the place at some point in my life. I just want to go everywhere, travel. So I have a bunch of different collections in my saved on Instagram and TikTok of each place that I want to go to and it's really incredible that I'm able to even look at those places and see all these things that I want to go to and experience and see one day and it's all because social media because social media has a, made a platform for people to share things that are near them and build that connection and I just love that I'm able to see all these things around the world because I think that without social media showing me 
like oh this beautiful place in Italy all this beautiful place in France like without it showing me all those things I think I might not even have the ambition to want to travel all over the world so I just love that social media has opened my eyes to things that I would never be able to get the chance to see if I didn't have social media I never think to even travel the world if I didn't see what there is to see so I really love that Um, last thing I really like is just the ability to share like life hacks recipes makeup hacks whatever just like different hacks and ideas I love that we're able to share all of our knowledge with each other and oh my gosh I feel like recipes I know I just said that is so like good because there's such quick videos on social media like Instagram and TikTok but if you read little descriptions it goes into it more and it just shows how easy it is to do certain things like I just love that we're able to share our ideas with each other whether it's recipes or just like little life hacks or um, beauty hacks whatever it is I just love that we're able to share that with each other and in such a great amount okay so now into why I don't like social media and for one like I said it is so addicting oh my gosh I feel it's so addicting I feel like we've all been there we've all been at midnight just scrolling through TikTok because we can't fall asleep and then making it harder for us to fall asleep because being on a screen when you're trying to fall asleep makes it worse but it's just so addicting and maybe not even just whenever it's and it's hard to break away it is really really hard to just get the willpower and the self-control to just stop and break away it's difficult and it makes you feel so guilty when you realize how much time you've been spending on it like I've set up strategies to help try to stop it like screen time and stuff like that and I look at my screen time and I think I saw the other day my weekly average was about five hours or a little over five hours now for some people I feel like that's that's a lot some people are like well that's a lot but for some people that's like nothing so I don't really know where I sit it's all um relative but how I think about it is what else could I have done with those five hours now part of it I I would say it was productive because I do post things for the podcast on social media I do some social media research on there so I am doing some things that are helping the podcast but I know that not all of it is in fact a lot of it is not me doing things for the podcast so I just think wow all this time I could be you know being more productive I could be um studying for I need to take I'm a um, incoming senior in high school I could be studying for big tests like SAT or I could be writing articles because I um, help intern and write articles for a local newspaper you know I could be doing I could be hanging out with friends I could be spending time with my family like there's so much more that I could be doing even just like reading a book or something that's uh, actually good 
for my brain. There's just so much I could be doing with those five hours. And then I feel guilty because I've spent so much time just kind of numbing out my brain. And it it's crazy because you don't even realize the time you're spending. It just, it completely escapes you. So I definitely feel that guiltiness. If anyone else feels guiltiness from spending so much time, maybe if your screen time's higher, or maybe your screen time is lower and you're like, oh, okay, you know, there's people with higher screen times. Maybe that makes you feel better. But it definitely makes me feel bad seeing how much screen time I have and it makes me want to do something about it. Another thing I really don't like about social media is how it overall really, it definitely disrupts my mental clarity. So I know there's like this TikTok where it's like me trying to take a test and then it's just like a mash of all these different TikTok sounds like together. And that that is literally, that's so relatable because I find that if I've been scrolling a lot and I try to do something where I need to think, it is so hard because I literally do have all these sounds like mashing together in my head. So it might be a good idea, I'm just thinking of this, to, if you're going to scroll, maybe try to do it without sound, but then you probably won't end up turning up. But anyway, that might be an idea, but it's just, it definitely disrupts my mental clarity. I find it har- harder to read. I find it harder to think. I feel like there's so much in my brain at once because I'm overstimulated and it just makes me mentally cloudy and that's not a good feeling. You want to feel clear. You want to feel sharp. You want to feel your best and I don't like that feeling that it gives me that like cloudiness. Okay, another thing that I don't like is it makes me anxious when I post. Now, I feel like this happens to a lot of people. Um as far as my personal account goes, Yeah, it makes me kind of anxious when I post. Like, I'll post, and then I'm just kind of like, eh. Like, and the thing is, I don't even care about the likes. Like, it's not like I care, like, oh, I didn't get this many likes. It's not that. I just, I don't know. It just makes me feel a little bit anxious, and I feel like this happens to a lot of people. Sometimes if I'm going to post, especially on, like, a personal account, I'll just try to, like, throw my phone away and then go do something because it's just it's weird and it's scary and it's not easy to put little snippets of your life on the internet for people to see because there's always a fear of you know being judged and oh what are they thinking which of course it doesn't matter what other people think but it's hard to to rationalize around that you know of course you're always going to be a little bit scared of what other people think but in turn I guess we post anyway because we do get a little bit of a dopamine reward for, you know, getting likes and stuff like that. And as far as the podcast accounts and content creations I make, those make me anxious too because I want them to do well because to me that's a sign that, oh, maybe I'm getting more traffic for the podcast. Oh, maybe I'm growing my audience and I want my audience to grow So I'm kind of thinking about, oh, is this post doing well? Why didn't this post do well? How can I optimize this post to get the most traffic for people to see? And then sometimes I'll think, oh my gosh, 
wait but if it does get a lot of traffic maybe people that i know could see and that's kind of embarrassing so it's just this whole process that kind of makes me anxious when i post on social media in general i know other people get anxious too maybe they don't have a podcast instagram but just with their own like i said it can cause a lot of anxiety just because the fear of you know that everybody's gonna see it especially if you have um a public account you know anyone can see it and you can't control what anyone thinks about it so we know that social media is very addicting or at least i feel that it is very addicting but why is it so addicting why do i get stuck scrolling for so long how is it that i can just be scrolling and the time just escapes me and why do i feel the urge to be checking my phone and my social media all the time. So let's start by why do we even scroll in the first place? And I think this can be for a lot of different reasons and it's dependent on the person. It could be because we're bored. Maybe we're in an awkward social situation or gathering and we just kind of want to like look at our phones and not really talk to anybody. Or maybe we're waiting in line for something. I've definitely done it for all of those reasons. But I want to dig a little deeper and see if there's a more subconscious or underlying reason why we scroll and why we get stuck scrolling for so long. So I did a little bit of research and I found that many of us scroll to distract us from real life problems. So I'm not saying that because you scroll, you have an underlying, deeper, real-life problem, fix it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's just the research that I found, that that's oftentimes a big reason why people tend to scroll. They're trying to distract themselves from their problems, which is totally normal and totally okay. Everybody has an issue. Everybody's got something going on all the time. So... Of course, sometimes we don't want to address it and face it head on, so we kind of do things to distract ourselves. And scrolling, very easy, right there, we tend to lean towards it. But why is the TikTok algorithm so addicting itself? How is it that TikTok is able to get us so addicted? And I'm talking about TikTok specifically because I feel like when we think of being addicted to social media, we think of TikTok, and I feel like it really is the most addictive social media. So I think we get addicted to it for a few reasons. Number one, I think that it's the fact that it never ends. You could keep scrolling for the rest of your life without, and it just, it won't end. It won't end because people are constantly uploading. It's constantly refreshing. Like it, it just keeps going. And I think that causes us to lose a sense of time when there's no end. We don't realize how much time has gone by because we just keep going and going and it just doesn't stop. We don't even know how many we've passed by. Obviously, you're not counting. So I think that just totally morphs our ability and concept of how much time has passed by because it just, it it won't end. The next thing I think that makes it so addictive is the for you pages personalization so i follow a few accounts on my tiktok but i realize that most of my scrolling or like at least like 90 percent of my scrolling 
I'm not even in my following. I'm on my for you page. I think that's that's where most people spend their time. And that's where the TikTok algorithm can really get you and change things to your liking and get you more hooked on it because it's customized exactly perfectly to you. And they're not just taking account of everything you like, but also how long you watch each video, maybe if you visit the profile of that video. So it really, it takes account of every little thing, every little move you make on that app and just perfectly customizes it to you. I've also found with research that social media apps are actually designed to be like slot machines. And I thought this analogy was really interesting. It was saying that by refreshing your for you page that's like pulling a lever on a slot machine and when you're hoping obviously to win when you pull that lever on a slot machine it's almost like you getting that like dopamine rush from each video you watch and hoping that it'll be like the video that'll really interest you or excite you and i feel like those are very analogous i feel like that makes sense a lot to me and I also found that gambling is actually the only behavioral addiction that is in the DSM-5, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically just an official diagnostic manual of mental disorders. So I feel like if if gambling is so analogous to social media scrolling and gambling is in the DSM-5 as a mental disorder, then I just wonder when social media will be in there too because social media hasn't been in there or hasn't existed long enough for us to really see any long-term results but I wonder with time if social media will also be in there because I feel like I could definitely see it in there as well I feel like social media could definitely be because I feel it I definitely feel the addictiveness and I think a lot of people a lot of people do so basically Social media is designed to make you feel addicted. And I feel like that sounds on the surface really messed up. It's like, wow, these companies really want me to just be addicted and spend my entire life on their platforms. And well, yes, they do. Because it is also their job to make money. They need to make money. And their job is to keep you on the app as much as possible so that you can see as many ads as possible because it is free. They need to make money too. So it makes sense, but, and obviously it's not, I feel like, you know what, you can't blame TikTok and Instagram for being so addictive. They're just trying to make money. And at the end of the day, it is our choice to be on it, to scroll through it. And even though it may be hard to break away and has its addictive tendencies, it is our choice in the end, at the end of the day to be scrolling through it. And we can break away, it's just, it's very hard. Now that we know why we get so addicted to social media, we kind of understand the addictive nature of it and how it is so addictive. Let's talk about how we can get unaddicted to social media. Honestly, I don't have a cure. I wish I had the magic secret of social media addiction because, like I said, I still experience it myself and I feel it a lot of times. But I have tried several things to get myself to 
break away from it and get better about being on social media all the time. So I'm going to share all the things that I have tried and my honest reviews of them and how effective they have been with me. But if any of these, like I say that, oh, it really didn't work for me, this wasn't effective, I would still encourage you to try it. Because even though it may not have worked for me, it may work really well for you. So I still encourage you to try all these. And for the most part, I kind of laid them out or put them in order of getting more extreme to like more protective. It'll make more sense as I go through them. Okay, first one is setting time limits within the app. So within TikTok and Instagram, they have their own kind of like screen time where after that amount of time, a little pop-up will come up and be like, hey, you've spent this much time that you said you wanted to spend on social media, time to leave, and you can either hit okay, or you, I think it's just you can hit okay. I haven't done this in a while because it hasn't been that effective for me. Basically, you can just hit okay and it'll kind of just go away. So you might be like, oh, let me close the app. But here's the issue. You close the app, you open it again, it's not going to pop up. So if you've, you, let's say you have an hour set, you spend that hour and then you forget that you have the, you have the pop-up and you're like, oh, okay, let me close it out. I'm done. But then you come back a couple hours later, it's not going to remind you again, hey, you've already spent an hour today. So you could totally just forget and it won't remind you that. I found that in-app screen times really just don't work that well. Because I feel like they kind of just put them there to be like, oh yeah, we don't want people to be scrolling. But they do. They they do. So if you feel like you're not that addicted, but you're kind of like, oh, you know, I kind of want to spend like Maybe try it. See if it works out for you. I think this actually used to work for me really well. But I guess my urges to be on social media got a little bit stronger. So now it doesn't work as well for me. Although it can kind of give you reminders, especially if you put in those like, oh, remind me to take breaks. Those can kind of help. So I recommend you try this if you haven't already. Okay, the next one is to set up the iPhone screen time. I feel like a lot of people have this just so they can see their overall screen time. But I think it's a good idea to try to do it for individual apps, specific specifically social media apps. Um, I tried doing this problem is and if you've tried this you know this you can hit ignore time limit after you've used up your time limit so that usually doesn't go too well usually you just hit the ignore and you ignore it for some people I feel like it can help because it's kind of just the reminder of oh I should be off of it and it takes up the whole screen and it doesn't allow you to go in unless you say okay and then you have to ignore time limit so it's a couple more steps to get there but lately it has not been too effective for me but if you're the person that just needs to be reminded and by seeing that you're like oh yep okay let me get off of it then I think it could work really well for you okay the next strategy I have and I used to do this a lot and I'm trying to implement it in more because it really helped me have better mental clarity and that is no phone an hour after waking up and no phone an hour before going to bed. I feel like the hour before going to bed one is really, really hard because it's just so comforting and like 
relaxing to just be in your bed and just go on your phone. So this one definitely takes a lot of self-control. Some ways to make it easier is to maybe set up your phone somewhere away from you that's not your nightstand, like a desk or a shelf or just something that's not within grabability from you laying in your bed. This is definitely going to make you feel a lot better and more mentally clear and it gets you out of the habit of ending your day with social media and starting your day with social media so it doesn't feel as like implemented into your into your life if you're feeling really ambitious and you really want to test your self-control i really recommend this one i really just for anybody i think it's great to improve mental clarity and if you want to establish like nighttime and morning routines it's a good thing to clear your head and kind of just cut out to make you feel more relaxed in the morning and at night Okay, the next one is to just delete apps for a while. Now, I know this isn't possible for everybody. Like, for me, with the podcast, I want to have Instagram and TikTok, so I can be posting content that helps promote the podcast and gives you guys, like, good information, quotes, and tips. So, I want to have social media, but if you do not have something that is uh, relying on a social media like oh another thing that I need it for is I run a club at my school and I have a social media for it so I need that I'm also part of my school newspaper and we have a social media we run so I want to get updates and I feel like it makes it so hard to delete social media because I find that I get a lot of like my news from there and reminders about clubs and things at school when like events are so even if you want to delete it because you're like oh I just don't want to scroll it's hard because it's like oh then I'm not going to get my reminders about certain things so it can feel a little bit trapping but if you don't feel any of these pressures like oh I need for reminders or anything I feel like deleting social media for a while is great definitely try to do it if you can just kind of like a dopamine detox. I definitely recommend deleting an app for a while. Okay, the last one I have is when you feel the urge to scroll, if you kind of feel it like coming on, like, oh, you're about to click, try to redirect that to something else and make sure it's something that you enjoy because I've tried to oftentimes redirect it into productivity and it could be I guess it could be something productive that you enjoy like doing this podcast is something productive that I enjoy so I might redirect it to this but when you feel the urge to scroll a lot I think it's important that you do something like calling a friend reading exercising but really emphasize something you enjoy that's not scrolling because if you tell yourself like, you're about to scroll on TikTok and you're like, oh, let me get some homework done. Your brain's going to be like, eh, no, I, that sounds way worse than scrolling. Let's scroll. But if you say, oh, but let me call my best friend, then your brain might be like, oh, you know what? That sounds like equally or like, that sounds just as fun. You're more likely to do that. There you go. Now you're able to break away. But if you give yourself something less fun or sounding really unengaging to your brain, it might be harder to break away but of course sometimes you do need to get things done and be like hey let me do this and it all just takes self-control 
but if you're really having trouble being able to break away, try to direct it to something else that you do enjoy. I am going to end things here, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening, and I really hope this made you feel a little bit better if you are quite a scroller, maybe feel a little bit guilty about scrolling and you're feeling a little bit addicted. Just know that you're not alone. I feel addicted all the time and I try my best and I'm really trying to get better about it. Um, but understand there are other people who also feel this way and they feel guilty too. But I also hope you feel hopeful and try out some of these strategies and see that maybe some of them will work for you. And I hope that you also kind of have a better understanding of why it seems so addictive and why uh, you kind of feel this way. And I feel a bit hypocritical about saying this right now, but I'm going to say it anyway. Go ahead and follow the TikTok Instagram, or what am I talking about? Oh my god. The Instagram and TikTok for the podcast at Teen Thoughts Dump Pod. And feel free to follow me at Laura Gusty on Instagram and TikTok as well. And I feel so hypocritical saying that after saying how social media is all this, but don't forget about the good things I said about social media, how it makes us more connected and all that good stuff. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, make sure to leave a five-star review and I will see you in the next episode.